0: Welcome, welcome, welcome one and all to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Talking Chop Podcast Network. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at Stats SEC on Twitter. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Talking Chop Podcast, and the Road to Atlanta Podcast, all on the Talking Chop Podcast Network, each of which has great new shows that are out for you to enjoy listening to. Make sure you subscribe to the Talking Chop Podcast Network to get the latest shows when they are available. But also, yesterday was the debut episode of Battery Power on the new Talking Chop YouTube channel, hosted by two of the great minds when it comes to Braves analysis, Grant McCauley, as well as Corey McCartney. Fantastic episode out for you to enjoy. Once again, make sure you subscribe to the Talking Chop Podcast Network and the Talking Chop YouTube channel, both of which you can find through talkingchop.com and at talkingchop on across all forms of social media to get the latest from those two great sources. But here on the Daily Hammer, when it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta, and that's where everything is about to go down. Obviously, Tuesday, September 28th is a date on the calendar. I'm sure many of us have waited quite a bit of time to get here, and it's finally here. Though the playoffs don't officially start till next week, and yes. The Braves are definitely not officially in the playoffs as of yet. Playoff-type scenarios start right now. Resetting the scene in the East as the Phillies are now in Atlanta, ready to take on the Braves in one of the biggest three-game series the Braves have played in recent memory. The Braves right now have a -a two-and-a-half-game lead in the East after sweeping the Padres over the past weekend. It was a great effort from the Braves. Max Breed throwing a complete game shout-out on Friday night. The come-from-behind victory on Saturday, led by Jorge Soler. And then on Sunday, though it was a difficult time of finding the win, the Braves were able to survive and get the win. Obviously, with the Phillies losing to the Pirates, the Braves now have a two-and-a-half game lead up on the Phillies. Like many have stated, including Brad and Scott, on the Talking Chop podcast network. The basic layout looks like this. If the Braves win all three games, it's over. Four straight division title. If we win two out of the three games, all the Braves have to do is either win one game or the Phillies have to lose one game for the rest of the season after this series for the Braves to be able to clinch the division. If the Braves were to only win one game. Well, then it becomes a scenario where the Braves are going to have to win multiple games going forward. And one other thing to remember is that in terms of what happens in this series, and again, you know, we have to feel confident as Braves fans, I'll get into a reason why in just a moment, you have to feel confident that the Braves feel good that they can win multiple games in this series. But with whatever works out, if we go into next Sunday and after the results of next Sunday occur, if the Braves are either half a game behind the Phillies or a half a game ahead of the Phillies, the Braves still have a makeup game against the Rockies in Atlanta to play. But if the Braves were to wrap up the NL East, before next Sunday, or if they were to finish more than a half a game in front of the Phillies, they don't have to worry about playing that game. But before we get all confused and get too deep into the scenarios, the focus is on this series and a very good opportunity for the Braves to take two out of three. Because here's one very, very encouraging aspect to remember of the season series for against the Phillies. Overall, the Braves are, are seven and nine against the Phillies. However, that does include the fact that the Braves are 7-6 and six since they got swept by the Phillies to start the season. But another really key aspect of things is that the Braves and Phillies have not played each other since July 25th. As we all know, the Braves, post-trade deadline, are a significantly different and also improved team versus the Braves that the Phillies last played in late July. So that is something that certainly stands out in this matchup. On paper, and in terms of how they've played over the past several weeks, the Braves are a better team. I mean, the fact that they uh, are 125 runs better in terms of run differential proves that point. The more talented team on the field is the Braves, and so hopefully they'll be able to play to that point. If the Braves can simply play to their talent level, the odds are that they can win multiple games in this series. But of course, the best way for the Braves to be able to make that happen is to win game one. The thing is, this is the one pitching matchup in which the Braves may actually be the underdog, and for good reason, with Zach Wheeler on the mound for the Phillies. Obviously, a highly encouraging development for the Braves would be in Game 1 of this series to get the victory, as this is the game where the Braves will be facing their toughest pitcher of the series with Zach Wheeler on the mound. The pitching matchups as it looks out for this series are Zach Wheeler and Charlie Morton going on Tuesday. It will be Aaron Nola and Max Fried going on Wednesday, and then it will be Ian Anderson and Kyle Gibson going on Thursday. On those Wednesday-Thursday matchups, you have to feel good about the Braves' chances. And yes, with Charlie Morton on the mound, you certainly do have to feel good about the Braves being in any game with how well Morton has pitched. But Zach Wheeler truly has been one of the five best pitchers in the National League this season. I won't go as far as to say he's the clear-cut Cy Young Award favorite right now, but he's certainly is up there with any pitcher in the National League and the thing about it is this is that the Braves have gotten plenty of proof of that this season this will be the fifth time that the Braves have faced Zach Wheeler this season and overall Zach Wheeler has been quite good against the Braves as a matter of fact this will be the third time that Charlie Morton and Zach Wheeler have faced each other this year. Both Wheeler and Morton faced each other in their first two respective starts this season. Zach Wheeler got the win in the second game of the season, or excuse me, yes, he got the win in the first series of the season over Morton, four to nothing. But then the next time both pitchers started, it was once again against each other, Morton was able to get an 8-1 to one victory. So they both have a victory against each other when they faced each other two times in a row in April. But overall, over his last five starts against the Braves, Zach Wheeler is 4-1. That includes two games this year. In the four games this season that Wheeler has started against the Braves, he's went seven innings in at least three of those 4 he's He's been at least seven innings in three of those four starts and has allowed one run or less in each of those starts. He also has more than 10 strikeouts in two of those starts, all three of which were victories for Zach Wheeler. But a few things do play into Atlanta's favor as far as Wheeler goes. In the second half of the season, Wheeler has been a bit more hittable than he was in the first half of the season. Now, a lot of that was because of a subpar August. Since the start of September, Wheeler really has turned it up. He's been a big reason why the Phillies have been able to be on the run that they've been on to keep things close, with Atlanta. So at the end of the day, the Braves are going to be the underdog in this game more than likely. The better pitcher will be pitching for Philadelphia in terms of numbers this season. But the Braves certainly have to like their chances with Charlie Morton on the mound and obviously they have to like the fact that they're going to be fe- they're going to be featuring a much stronger lineup this time around against Re- Wheeler versus previous opportunities that they've had against him earlier this season another big thing that could help is that the inning in which Wheeler seems to be the most hittable is getting off to a good start which Atlanta has been doing over the past 6 to 8 weeks getting a runner or two early to give some run support for Charlie Morton to work with could be get a, be a big key for Atlanta but the other over well, overriding aspect the other big factor about this whole series for the Braves in my opinion You do not give Bryce Harper any chance at all to beat you. If it is a situation in which Bryce Harper can significantly impact the game, you don't give him the chance. Take your chances with JT Real Muto, Brad Miller, Andrew McCutcheon, whoever it may be. Do not give Bryce Harper the chance to beat you. If the Braves were to be able to avoid giving Harper the chance to beat them, I feel the Braves have to like their odds with the other guys having to step up and produce. If the Braves put it on those other batters in the Phillies' lineups to step up and produce, I feel the Braves like their chances with their lineup to outproduce the Phillies in Game 1 and obviously throughout the series. So get into Wheeler early as well as making sure you do not give Bryce Harper any type of chance to make a significant impact on the game, those are the two big keys. And I know those are pretty obvious, but at the end of the day, if the Braves can do both of those things with Charlie Morton on the mound and as well as this offense has been producing, creating scoring chances even if the power may not be there, I do think the Braves will like what position that they're in to win tonight's game. Obviously, if you get the win tonight, then you've got Max Freed versus Aaron Noah on Wednesday night, and I think you certainly have to feel that you're favored in that matchup. So it's certainly going to be an exciting night. Plenty of things on the line with every single game that the Braves can win in this series, they make it that much easier. That magic number will reduce by two to the point that the Braves can end the division race in this series. You know that's going to be fresh in the players and the coaching staff's mind, and they're going to do everything to get it done. So get to Wheeler early, avoid giving Bryce Harper the opportunity to make a significant impact on the game. I think the Braves will like the fact that they'll have plenty of chances to make the most of their opportunities tonight if they can do those two things. Obviously, keep it lo- locked in here because we're going to have you covered no matter what. This is the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves. It's part of the Talking Chop Podcast Network. But make sure you check out the Talking Chop Podcast, the Road to Atlanta Podcast, and the new YouTube show, Battery Power. Subscribe to the Talking Chop YouTube channel, the Talking Chop Podcast Network all of which can be found at TalkingChop.com and and at TalkingChop across all forms of social media. My name's Sean Coleman. It's a pleasure having been with you. We'll talk to you tomorrow, hopefully discussing a victory for the Braves. Go Braves. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon here on the Daily Hammer.